Hey everyone, I'm Dave Coriel. And I'm Josh Good. And you're listening to the Unleash the Hive podcast brought to you by Christian Endeavor. At CE, we dive deep into intentional next-gen discipleship and explore what it means to thrive in the midst of chaos. In every episode, we consider how to help young people live, love, and lead in a broken, chaotic, and distraction-filled world. And we do all of this in seven minutes or less. In this episode, we hear part two of my interview with Pastor Pat Testerman. In the previous episode, we looked at how they've been equipping their church family in some very unique ways during isolation, and now we turn to how this equipping can continue during reopening. Let's listen in. Yeah, so a really cool thing is we've now got 10 weeks behind us of people leading worship in their homes, Mm. and now we have the opportunity to start gathering in small groups. And so uh, we are going to start gathering in small groups of about 10 people. We've got 17 of them set up right now. Before this started, we couldn't have put together 17 people who would have felt ready or at least willing to try to lead something like this. But because they've done this, we've had people say, I, I don't know how I'll do, but, but I'll try. And that's all we want them to do. And so I'm meeting in a park uh, down the street. Uh, we've got someone meeting at a barn in a field. Someone's opening up their large garage to, to meet people meeting in their backyards, all sorts of venues that sort of maintain the, the distancing and everything that we're, we're being told is, is the best way to love our neighbor right now, but still follow that command to gather together. Because we maybe a, a side effect of not meeting together virtually, people are hungry for this right. and we are excited. And so we are, our plan is to do that for three weeks. And then if the situation allows, uh, which we think it will, Uh, to start meeting in small congregational worship, you know, a little bit larger groups actually at church building. And so again, this past 10 weeks has equipped these these men to lead these micro congregations or we're calling them Sunday small groups. Sunday small groups. I love that. You're really saying that it's been this trial by fire almost that families have had to go through and, and you've tried to walk with them as church leadership, but it's yeah. it's really been that process that has equipped and empowered what this next phase. God says that that he, he forms darkness, right, and creates light, that he, that he makes uh, well-being and he, and he creates calamity, right? We think it's all, that it's all for a purpose and we are seeing something. The image I've been, that keeps on coming to mind for me has been uh, a chrysalis. So like a, a caterpillar goes and it, and it eats and then it forms this chrysalis and it comes out as a butterfly. We're hoping that people come out in the end transformed. You know, Romans 12 too, transformed. Mm. We think there's going to be transformation. Now, the one thing that would be really, really weird would be if they came out and looked just like a caterpillar again. Right? <laughs> and, and so that's what we're hoping is not happening. We're hoping that, that people who were just showing up to church maybe uh, realize there wasn't a purpose to that. What is the purpose of church? Maybe they start asking those questions and we can move into an evangelistic thing with people that maybe we thought were believers, but right, really right. were just following along. And at the same time, we think some people are going to come out tremendous. We know people are going to come out tremendously stronger. And then they're everywhere in between. There are going to be people who are hurt. There are people who are still going to be isolated. We need to know how to, how to work for each one of these. But this isolation, just like a chrysalis, is transforming people. And I love how you guys are anticipating that and you're ready to meet people where <laughs> I they're hope at. We're, ready. <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to be, we're praying to be ready. For other pastors and leaders who might be listening to this around the globe, uh, Christian Endeavor is, exists in 35 countries around the world and pastors and leaders just all around at different stages, but uniquely, we're all 
struggling with what does it mean to re-engage? What's one piece of advice that you would give to pastors and church leaders? I'm, I'm going to give you guys a shameless plug there. The, uh, the idea that you guys have with the hippos and honeybees is a really solid one. You know, we, in the, I think in the American church in particular, the American, we've been conditioned to just be massive eaters, right? Mm. We get the most amazing resources. You can have a book on anything, right? right. Just any, any problem you have, there's, there's someone who has written a book. Actually, there's, there's 10 or 15 people who have written these books to help you with that. You can click on the internet and you can watch sermons that are much more amazing than anything I'm going to put out. Really gifted. Listen to me or listen to John MacArthur. I mean, come on, you know, there, there's no, there's no comparison there, but we are just used to sitting and consuming, eating as much as we can. And that's not, we are called to be on a mission and on a mission together and to be building. And I, and I, that's why I love your, uh, your analogy. Uh, my, my daughter just came back from Africa. She's seen hippos. I never have. I'm not, not in the wild at least. My dad's a beekeeper. We need to be bees, right? Just to watch them work in unity on a mission that's what we do and i guess uh two for one advice here be willing to fail be willing to charge out ahead and realize none of the honeybees are behind you um you know uh or that there's one or two and then praise god let's let, let's build something together that voice that you're hearing god convicting you with is real he's calling you to something that may seem dangerous it may seem uncomfortable but if it aligns with scripture and if it aligns with godly counsel, if it aligns with what you're hearing as you pray, then go for it. Fall on your face. God will honor that. Angels will, will, will just erupt in praise when you fall on your face in obedience. And we fall on our face a whole lot. I hope there's praise for it. Mm, amen. Well, I love that. And I didn't even have to, to pay you for that shameless plug. <laughs> well, Pat, thanks so much for, for sharing your insights about the journey that your church has been on recently and, and some of the next steps you're taking. And, and we're excited to see what God is going to do as we assess how we've been transformed and the next steps we need to take moving forward as a global body. So thanks again, Pat. Yeah. Thank you, Josh. It's an honor. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Unleash the Hive podcast. For more resources, check out our website, ceworks.faith, and check us out on social media at ceworksfaith. Remember to be intentional as you disciple and unleash the next generation for God's glory.